Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There are so many amazing yet extremely dilapidated grand old houses dotted around the Irish countryside. Now, although to some they might seem like just a pile of bricks overgrown and wild, there are treasures and fascinating histories to be discovered between their walls. My next guest has been educating and entertaining people by documenting derelict houses and buildings around the country and posting them on his Facebook page, which is called Derelict Ireland. This has been a hobby of his for many years, but has been recently I suppose ignited since lockdown uh, from the well-known houses like Stevenstown House and Williamstown House to the lesser known Baz Sheridan documents them all in their decaying glory and he joins me on the line now Baz how you doing? I'm doing good Listen Thank you very much for having me on the show. Oh, delighted to have you. First of all, let me congratulate you on this page because I disappeared down a rabbit hole looking at the photos and the reconstructed images and the videos on this page. Just fantastic. But tell me, where does this fascination with derelict houses and buildings come from? Well, it seems to have always been there. I was one of those annoying little kids that was always asking about houses as we walked by. I'd be always saying, what's that? What's this? What's the other? So it was only a matter of time before I started going in and investigating for myself as I as I grew up. So you started this. Uh, this was, uh, and you used to pester your mum quite a bit about this, didn't oh, you? Oh yeah, yeah. Couldn't walk <laughs> by an old building without me saying, "What's what's that?" And she she wouldn't know what that was, so she'd be saying. She'd probably make up something. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just to keep you from annoying her head, absolutely. Baz. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But you, so this started very young and, you know, like a typical teenager you used to kind of hang out in them and stuff like that. But yeah, when did yeah. you start to appreciate them, I suppose, and document these wonderful houses? It would have been about 20 years ago. Um, I got a gift of a camera. And the first thing I did was go out the country and I think I went to uh, Glenmore House, which was a place I'd hung out in as a, as a child. So uh, it was a different experience going around with the camera and actually trying to take it in and, and video it. But I never thought anyone would ever look at the videos or mm. see them. And then the likes of the early videos were just put away on the shelf and forgotten about. So it was only um, later on when the digital stuff came about, it was easier to create a video and just put it straight up onto the Internet. And this but is something then, there was no format to it, it was yeah. just a video. Yeah, and this was your experimentation. Yeah. I tried to um create something a little bit more watchable. 
Yeah, and this is this is fantastic because, as you mentioned, you know, it's uh, it's something you know that you, it was a hobby for you. You know, you just uh, messing around with the camera, documenting what you saw, all of that, and you kind of just archived it, I suppose. And since lockdown, this has reignited, and you've had a huge response on on the page, Derelict Ireland. Are you surprised by the response from people? I'm very surprised, and in some cases, I I can't keep up with some of the comments and some of the the information has been flooding in. I've done some videos where I had very little information. And I, I just interpreted the place as I saw it. Mm. And I had people coming out of the woodwork to say, well, this is how it actually is. And they had photographs. And even some places where I had no indication that anyone was still alive belonging to it. And they said, oh, I used to live there. So No way. That's fantastic. Yeah. And this is what you very much love and you're very much encouraging people to do. And I should mention as well that you are passionate about history. You've studied history. You have a master's yeah. in it at this stage as well. So this is something that's um, very much kind of uh, you've, you've decided to go to educate yourself about it. Uh, now, some of the videos that I look through are just so, so interesting and educational. Tell me about Stevenstown House, first of all, because I go to Stevenstown Pond regularly. I've always wondered about this house. Um, this was a really grand house in its day, wasn't it? Strange thing about the house is people glance up at the ruin and they just see a ruin. But when you dig around in the not too distant past, it was a family home very, very recently. It was occupied right up until the, the mid-70s. Wow. And it fell into ruin rather quickly after it was sold, as they, they generally do. Just mm. You know, people removing roofs and stuff because of uh, tax reasons and all that, or else generally just looters coming in and, and taking everything they can. But, and, um, but this, but this goes back. Like how how far back does this date? This house. Well, Stevenstown House itself, the current structure that anyone looks up and sees, would be from sometime around the the seventeen hundreds, mid to late seventeen hundreds. But there was occupation on that site. There's a castle further down. You can't see it from the road. That's even earlier. So they they occupied the site for an incredibly long time. Okay, I didn't realise that actually. That that the, I know the castle that you're talking about. I didn't realise that was actually part of part of the estate. But tell me what you saw in here, because although the place was completely dilapidated, you went you went initially. Was it in the early two thousands? You went there initially. Very early two thousands. Yeah. Um, a friend of mine, he lived out in that area at the time, and we were driving around, and we just he kind of goes. Oh, I remember this place and we pulled up at the gate and immediately my eyes locked on the ruin. It wasn't quite as ruined as it is today. Yeah. And we took a walk up and I was absolutely blown away and it stayed in my mind. It just, I couldn't get it out of my mind. So it would have been another few years until I actually got out with a camera to try and record it as, as best I could. Um, and there was so much in this like tell me some of the, the treasures because is this the house that you kind of there was still servant staircase and everything there the access uh, that the servants would have used that kind of thing yeah yeah that's well, that, for some reason and I don't understand why the servants quarters in a lot of these houses seem to last longer than the main fancy kind of house I don't know whether that is because if he's attacked more and stripped out quicker but there's a lot of them. A lot can be learned from the the servants' place because it seems the, the lot of them they seem to remain untouched for some reason. Okay, that's interesting. And there's a bit of it. Is there grisly history uh, surrounding Stevenstown House? Bit of a grisly yeah, kind of time has, there. Um, I think the year was 1902, and there was a murder suicide in the house. Okay. And it had been. It took place under the 
under the nose of the occupants of the house at the time. They had been planning a big party and in the meantime, uh, one of the servants was planning this. He had the plan to get back at the, the lady who had knocked him back. They previously wow. had a relationship and then she no longer wanted to have anything to do with him. There's loads about it in old newspapers mm. and stuff like that. But okay. it, it came at a time when landlordism and stuff like that was on a downturn and it was the last thing that the family would have needed was mm. this thing happening in their house. And then do you reckon it was kind of, did it taint it a bit? I mean, like for the likes of me, it's even, even more intriguing, you know? But the I just wondered if it, it tainted or... This is one that was, it came at a time where it ended up in the newspapers and mm. all that. And it was, they were a respected family in the area. Yeah. So, and it was, it stayed in the minds of people. Unfortunately for the family, yeah. Many of the houses, because they were occupied for generations, there's bound to be some kind of grisly stuff in there. And that very nearly always is. If you dig deep enough, you'll find something strange. And this is what you do. Now, the other one that I didn't have a clue about, and this is magnificent. This is the one glide court in Annie Gas, and it had such an incredible structure uh, when it when it was in its all its glory, I suppose, years ago. What can you tell us about this house? That house is a strange one because it didn't start out as the glorious structure that you see today. Yeah. It was more of a modest building. And as times changed, it was remodelled and this massive facade. And it's basically all that it is as a facade. It's it's quite a plain house inside. It had um, nice plaster work, as, as a lot of them did. It hasn't survived very well. The structure itself is collapsing. Um it's still an, it's an amazing ruin. A lot of them mm. are very picturesque ruins. Even if people don't know the history, to go and picture this or even to stand in its presence, you can't help but be impressed. Oh, and definitely from the videos, you definitely get that for anyone. It's kind of this natural curiosity that we have about people's yeah. lives and a lot of the places, even just ordinary kind of houses that you, you know, little cottages, places like that that are just left. You know, there's uh, things that you come across. It's almost like the family stepped out and just never yeah. returned years ago. That's the kind of impression that you get, isn't it? Well, sometimes the smaller houses, a lot of it that I do in the videos is down to my belief of what may have happened yeah. because you're not going to find out who lived there and you're not going to find out any family members or, so it's just you're piecing it together and people do find it interesting because of the fact that we're interested in each other's lives yeah. I think when you add a history aspect to that it's even more intriguing so Oh, it really is. And, you know, judging from, you know, a lot of the questions, I know you, there was one particular house and there was a lot of questions like, oh, what were all those sheets of paper on the ground? And, it, you know, people yeah. are just intrigued and I totally get that. But how do you feel then when you see these once grand houses? And I know, particularly, say, with the Stevenstown House um, example, you know, you revisited it then years later and it was even in, in further decay. How do you feel when they get into such a terrible state then? Well, when I say Stevenstown House, went into fall of decay. It wasn't spectacularly intact when I first visited. It was yeah. ready to go. So I knew the future was bleak. But what really gets me is when somewhere at the archives appears photographs from the 1970s of the place immaculately kept. Yeah. And you're going, what went wrong? What happened there? Why is that one 
in such a terrible state where the house up the road is still immaculately kept. Something went wrong for this family. Yeah, and this, so often than not, this is what can happen. You know, family kind of situations are tricky and, you know, we obviously don't know the the full ins and outs. But uh, what is your favourite house to visit then? That changes. It's it's strange. It it changes. Um, I kind of have a top view. Yeah. Um, Stevenstown House, Glyde Court, Glenmore House, although Glenmore House has just become a complete ivy-clad ruin. At this yeah. That was where it all started for me, was Glenmore House. So that'll have a specific kind of attachment for you as well. Yeah. And, and you know, your hobby, you know, is documenting these. Uh, I know it's it's all consuming. And, you know, the reconstruction work that you do is just brilliant. It allows us to, to reimagine, you know, what the house looked like. That is fantastic to watch. This is a real kind of labour of love project for you, really, isn't Absolutely, it? Yeah, yeah. And when I, I just, like, as I said, the Facebook page is there and it was mainly just photographs. And then I had the YouTube page and it was just some video with a bit of music over it and I thought these places deserve better so I started narrating the stuff and narration doesn't come easy to me and neither does appearing on camera but I've pushed it out there and I said these places deserve this I'm trying to make it engaging for people like it's on YouTube it's, it's the same name it's Derelict Ireland on Facebook and on YouTube it's free you can watch this stuff if you don't like it, you don't like it. No, you they do. will like it. They will like it, Baz, and they're going to lose time like I did yes, yeah. the other day. But I'm saying, like, even subscribing to the channel is what yeah. I, I encourage people to do because then you'll, you'll see the rest of the stuff. Yeah, this and is where you get the... Yeah, it costs it you nothing. Greatly. Yeah, it helps you continue what you're doing. And, you know, Not you greatly. want to appeal to people as well listening who might have any information about some of these houses. You mentioned there that when you posted a couple of videos, people got in touch and had fascinating stories about being brought up there or having associations yeah, yeah. with it. So you're very much welcome all of that. Well, I encourage people to look at the content I have there mm. and see, is there anything that they remember at places? Because I love hearing the stories about people either living in places or haven't visited there or all that kind of stuff. I just, it's, it, it intrigues me. So it's like gathering inf- all the little bits, snippets of information, build a bigger picture of what the place was once like because they're not going to be there forever. No. These ruins in their current state, they're just, the, the Irish climate is not kind to these buildings at all. No, and neither are and the vandals. You know, we know that this happens the as well. Are terrible, you see. What the climate can do over a couple of decades, the vandal can go in with a box of matches and do instantly. Yeah. And, and that's one of the main reasons I record these places is because they can literally be gone overnight. Yeah. And it has happened. Yeah, and, and this I, is I why you have it. Yeah. The vandalism aspect of No, I can't understand that either. I can't understand that because they are truly magnificent structures. Uh, they really are. I, I think it's fascinating what you're doing. You're bringing these houses back to life by documenting and educating us on their histories. It's a fascinating hobby, no doubt. Baz, thank you so much for taking the time to chat to me on the show today. Brilliant. Thank you very much for having me on. Not at all, not at all. Baz Sheridan there, Derelict Ireland on Facebook. If you're interested in history at all, or even if you're just kind of a bit nosy like me and curious about people's lives, you can check out a wealth of information that and, and videos and everything on there. And if you have any information about some of the houses that we were discussing, and that's only scratching the surface, there's loads of them that we could have got into. If you get in touch with Baz, you'd only be delighted to hear from you on the Derelict Ireland Facebook page. Hold up. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.